This is my beloved son. Listen to him. You know, we we change and uh, grow up. You know, from our young age, uh, we change ever so slightly um, each day. In fact, really, we continue to change all our life, just a little bit each day. Uh, I, I think there are moments of uh, of sudden growth or spurts when we're kids and maybe during the summer or over a longer time, and it's noticeable uh, only when we sort of take, um, we haven't seen like a grandchild or something like that for some time, you notice the change. But it's also true for ourselves that we grow, uh, well, grow older um, in ever so subtle and imperceivable ways. I mean, there are moments of... um, of radical growth for a child or, or a radical trauma for us where we feel like we've aged a um, significant number of months in a matter of days, or if we get sick or involved in a trauma. In fact, that does actually happen. We, our body is, is taken, it takes a toll on us. But for the most part, uh, we don't have, you know, these big moments of growth, but small perceptive ones. And it takes something special to notice the subtle changes. Uh, let me give you an example. Uh, recently, I had the opportunity to go back and visit with a family over one, uh, one of the young families at my older parish. It was for a sad reason. One of the rafters was dying, but, but it was wonderful to see them. Um, and, and, you know, when I, I met with them, like, the, the youngest, she, she seems, even though she's only seven years old, she is, seems to have grown. Like, I haven't seen them since the beginning of the pandemic. So it's nearly, a, it's a full year. And in that year, it seems like she has grown up, like, seems like she's grown six inches. Uh, but she is more the young woman she's going to be, full of confidence and, uh, and bright and beautiful eyed. Uh, and the older uh, boy, who's now a teenager, um, well, you know, he, uh, he has blossomed in his own kind of weird and strange way, right, because of those teenager years. But his cheeky um, interactions with me sort of uh, reveal the personality who he is, this wonderful, confident, and bright young man that he will be and already is. And, and I noticed between the two of them, like, their tenderness to each other, um, their gentleness, their kindness in this moment of difficulty in their family. I'd never noticed all those things before. I mean, I, I know the kids had grown up before. I, I, I had not taken note of how well, bright-eyed and, and, and sort of wonderful they are. And, and I just wonder... I just wonder if we, if we miss, if we miss that too in our own life, that we're surrounded by so much and things do change, but that the subtlety of the change sometimes requires of us to take note of it. I mean, yes, there are these big moments, but the, I think that we mostly change subtly. Um, well, in today's uh, scriptures, we hear of two momentous uh, sort of events where transformation takes place. Uh, they have become uh, highlights of, of, the, of the scriptures for some, 
for, for some years, for most. Abraham's, this, this story of Abraham not, uh, be giving, not having to kill his son Isaac, it just seems incomprehensible that God would ever ask uh, Abraham to give up a son. But the culture at the time was that's what they did. They gave up their children to the gods, uh, to appease the gods. And, and this was the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Israel, as we now have known him, was revealing himself as to not be like the other gods, that he would not sac- want to sacrifice our children to him, but that he, what he wants is a, a sacrifice of the heart. He wants us to turn back to him. He wants us to pay attention and listen to him. Of course, the irony of it is in the second second set of readings were revealed that Jesus, in fact, is sacrificed for us. God's only son is sacrificed for us so that we could come to know him. And this leads us to this transfiguration story, which is one of those, you know, again, monumental moments. There's no subtlety here. This is a moment that is seared in their memories because Jesus was transfigured right before them. They got a, a glimpse of the divine right in front of them. And in that moment, they were taken back. The word was they were terrified, but they were really, it means that they were, they were flawed. They were in awe of what had happened. And, um, and they were never the same. But all of Jesus' life, he was present to them. And this divinity was being revealed to his disciples constantly, but they did not see it. And so he has this moment of revelation, this moment of transfiguration, so that they would see it and then go back and re-examine their lives to see where, where he was because he was there all the time. See, I, I think that Lent is an opportunity for us to reevaluate and see where, where our God already is in the world. That Jesus is, is right here with us. And I, I sometimes fear that we, we look for God in all the wrong places. Um, because he's right among us. He's right here in, in the beauty of the beautiful blue sky this morning and those beautiful mountains, uh, the beautiful flowers that are blossoming. Maybe it is the, the cheeky retort of our teenage child, or maybe it's the tender touch of our parents, or maybe it's the, the caring for a, a parent who is sick. No matter what, God and Christ is already breaking through. He's here all the time revealing himself to us, transfiguring our every day. If only we would open our eyes and see it. If only we would open up our ears and hear it. See, that's what this whole transfiguration says. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. It's in the little things. So this week as we go forward, I want us to, to, to recognize that God is already here and all the things and all the people around there. And can we just look and notice it? I'd like to finish with a beautiful poem I read from Edwina Gately um, from her book, A Mystical Heart. Um, 
It's just a beautiful poem that expresses that very thing. Here's what it says it's about being present. I do not need to seek God. God is already here, wanting to be found, soaked in my reality. My journey is to be one of recognizing God, always, always present, and surfacing that presence in my daily life. This is my beloved Son. Listen to Him. 